You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So this is Fundamentals of the Talmud, and uh, we are trying to understand uh, a development that has occurred. We started with a Mishnah, which gave us a pretty um, easy sense of a hierarchy. Uh, this is more Kadosh. This goes first. But the Gemara really, in its typical fashion, uh, asked us to challenge those those presumptions. Hmm, is that more Kadosh? And, and what really came down here was Kachim Kalim. And Kachim Kalim, of course, is a little bit of an anomaly. And I, I tried to explain what this was. I'll try to do another, try to re-explain it. Kachim Kalim are here owned, in a way, especially, you know, with Paskin, they're, they're Mom and Bailin. They're owned by the owner. Okay, let's say, typical case, he's got Shulman. Okay, something great happened. I want to be Makar of a Korban Shulman. This should be a Shulman, and you, you pronounce it a Shulman. Okay, on your way to the base of Mikdash, maybe you're going to go Yontif, maybe you'll make a special trip. It's going to get there. Before it gets there, even though it's hectish, it's not completely hectish. There's enough of you there. Now, why is there you there? There's you there, it's called Mum and Bailin, because we look at it, what's going to be the result? The result of this will be that most of this animal, most of the parts of it, you know, excluding some of the fats and things, are going to go to where? They're going to go to you. You're going to be eating them. So therefore, even uh, originally, we say, hmm, this was not really as hectic as something else would be. Now, um, where else would that show itself? Well, it would show itself in the fact that, let's say, uh, before you got to Yerushalayim, you would decide that you were going to use it, as I said yesterday, um, without realizing it, as uh, as a pony ride for a child's birthday. So otherwise, you'd have to call the uh, uh, the farm, and they would send over a pony, and it would be $50 an hour. And here, instead of spending the money on that, you were able to use this animal that you had here to do pony rides. Okay, to, for the kids to have fun. That would be called me'ila. So me'ila would not apply to that animal. Why? Because we view it as kachim kalim. And therefore, me'ila doesn't apply to them at that point. So once again, it's holy, it has a shame hektish, but not to the point that it's l'hashem. Because me'ila is about betraying or misusing God's material. And this one is still yours and God's, and in many ways yours. Okay. Now, when the carbon is now brought uh, to the Beis HaMikdash, because he said he was going to bring a shlomim, and now here he is uh, being makriv the shlomim, bringing it, things start to change. Okay, we have, the, of course, the shkita, and then we have the Kabbalah Saddam, and the movement of the dam to the Mizbeach, the application of the dam uh, on the Mizbeach, and then afterwards, we're going to have the pieces of the animal the fats that are called a murim, which are like the best parts to go to God, the chazeb that will be uh, waved uh, by the owner and the kohen, and then the rest, of course, will be the the persons to eat. Now, the shkita, although it's an avoda, 
is still, it still hasn't yet entered God's plane. When does it enter God's plane? When the Zrika occurs. Because the Zrika, because even though you don't need Kapara, but there's something about the Zrika's Hadam that on the Mizbeach, that is the point where things have altered. It is now, in a way, the total animal is, in a way, connected to God. Um, okay, so how, how does that indicate itself? Well, the way it indicates itself is, is that um, the parts now of the animal that are supposed to go on the Mizbeach will now be connected to Me'ila. You will be able to be Mo'il in them. And by uh, using them, and I mentioned an example, let's say taking some of those fats, these Emurim, and putting them on a wound of your body, that would be an example of Me'ila. And you would have to bring a carbon. But the reason is, is because it's no longer Koche uh, Mum and Bailin. Not exactly. Now, let, let, let's analyze this a little bit further. What? If, yes, that part that was all part of the living animal before has now been separated. The death of the animal, and especially the now that it's gone through Zerika Saddam, allows us to say, oh, there's your kache kachem, there's your hektish, there's your part that's completely to God. Okay, what about the part, the emura, what about the meat that's going to be eaten by the owners? Is there a din me'ila there? Well, that would be sort of impossible to say, right? That would be something where um, it would be a contradiction in logic to say there's a din me'ila there. Because we know they're going to be eaten (laughs) by the owner. So there can't, it's illogical to say that there's a din me'ila. However, the, 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 uh, the Gemara, in, the Mishnah in Kedushan says that if you take those parts that, that are yours to eat and you're makadesh bechelkoi and you give the Kedushan, you give them as Kedushan to a woman, which is always, we know, the barometer, do you really own it or not? The Mishnah says it's Eina Mekudeshes. And the reason is, is because it's mishulchan gavoa kazochu. So even though you're able to eat it, and it was all it was known from the beginning you were going to eat it, by doing zrika sadam, you've really affected the whole animal. Of course, the death is the ultimate physical affectation, but the zrika means it's entered into this new world, and even when you eat it, you're eating sort of from God's table. There can't be me'ila because it's a contradiction in terms, me'ila and being able to eat it. But it does get altered by Zerika. Okay, so I, I don't know if, if I've bored you here, but I just wanted to, to set up what is the standard, under, how things work in a standard way. Okay, so now let's talk about the unusual. The unusual would be if something occurs between Shrita and Kabbalah and the Zrika. Something unusual occurs. Well, what's unusual that can occur? It goes to the, somebody picked it up and took it in the wrong place. 
normally, again, this is the second thing which we need to explain. Normally, when the pieces of the uh, the pieces of the carbon, all the parts of the carbon, uh, the parts that are eaten, let's say by a shlamin, or the parts that are go on the mizbeach, a murim and basar, um, they stay in the azara, and then the zrika acts upon them, leaving the azara, tassels the pieces. Now. Leaving the Azar, when I say apostles the pieces, um, let's, let's, let's talk about any sort of animal that has a murim that need to go on the Mizbeach. Okay, I'm trying to stay focused. Let's say you, instead of bringing them to the Mizbeach, you decided to take them out of the Azara, even by a chatas, which is kotche kotche. That creates a psul on those pieces. Now, in the case I just said, which is not the case the Gemara is talking about, it's a case where after this Rika Saddam, the pieces went, the Emurim, the parts that were going to go on the Mizbeach, leave the Azara. We say, you've ruined it. Those are puzzle. They shouldn't go on the Mizbeach anymore. So now, the question is, what about if they leave before Zrika? But if they leave before Zrika, now, are they still puzzle? All right. So let's talk about a case where it's a chatas. Okay. A chatas where, not the shlaman, which is the case of the Gemara, case of a chatas, where if after Zrika they leave the, the Azara, we say, oh, yeah, they're ruined. In a chattis, one could also say, well, let me think about this. Um, this, this was, a chattis was always kache kache because it never, none of it was ever going to be eaten by the Baal. Even the parts that were going to be eaten, they were eaten by the Kohen, which is sort of a holy act. So there's never, and, and it had to be done on the north part of the Azar, it was kache kache. So there was always a din me'ila, Right? There was always a din me'ila, even when it was alive. So this was always very holy meat. Maybe it gets possible even if Zrika hasn't occurred yet. Now, why would it be more obvious, Sheila, that it's possible post-Zrika than before Zrika? So the reason is, is because Zrika is the indicator, the, the on switch. Okay, Zrika happened, okay. Troops, what's the next move? Zrika has occurred. The carbon happened. The, the, the actual, you know, kapara or tikkun, whatever the carbon was about, has occurred. Now all the other processes needs to occur, right? So, therefore, did you just ruin the process by taking it out of the Azara? Ah, oh, now we can't do it anymore. So, before Zrika, even for Achatas, as far as processes go, the processes haven't hap- hasn't started, so maybe one could have argued that hey, uh, you know what? Uh, oh, stupidly, I took those I took those imurim of the chattas out. Well, let me just bring them back. And, and you could have made that case. You could have said, oh, wait, 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 that that, that, that you know, maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe it's not possible. A counter argument would have been white. This stuff was holy. 
and you let it go out of the Azara and was holy even before Zerika. In fact, it might even, it was this guy. So therefore, the Zerika cannot work on this chathis, this piece, since you took the Amurim out beforehand. So for by Kodshe, by Kodshe Kodshem, the fact that it left before Zerika or after Zerika, there's not that great of a difference between them. Either way, you've passled those pieces. When it comes to Kachim Kalim, however, when it comes to Shlomim, there, since we know Zrika changes them, changes the whole animal from an animal you could have done a horsey ride with to at least part of it becoming elevated, and even the part you're going to eat becomes from God's table, it could be what occurs before Zrika isn't relevant. And it could be, therefore, even though the parts that are going on the Mizbeach went out before Zrika, that doesn't ruin them. Because since Zrika is such a, an important difference in the Kachim Kalim, that's the reason why what occurs before Zrika isn't that significant. So even though it left the Azara, that part, the same way you did the horsey ride before and it didn't ruin it, even though it's dead and, and that piece left the Azara, the Zrika could still connect to it. And that's the reason why there's a machlokus about this, this point. Okay, now in order to illustrate what I'm just saying, I want to just have the Rashis cement these ideas for us. Okay, so if you look at the Rashi on, 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 on Peites Hamid Beis, so um, Rashi says that in the Machlokas, Rabbi Yochan and Arish Lokish. Um, there, there was a Havamina in the Gemara that the whole debate whether the Basar becomes puzzle if it left before Zrika, remember, it's Shlomim, and a lot of the meat is going to be eaten by the Baal, and the question is, if it left before, would it be a problem? So we said, here you saw Rishlokish was the radical, saying, oh, it's puzzle. But Rabbi Yochanan says, hey, this is stuff that's it can't become puzzle. Think about its ending. Think about where it's supposed to go. Let, let me make this point stronger. The same way there's no me'ila after Zrika, right? Because you're going to eat it. There, it's illogical to even say that Yotze should ruin the carbon, ruin that meat, because it's eventually going to be taken out. Kachim Kalim are always viewed even when they're alive, by what will be its ending. It's a living, thriving, vibrant animal. But we look at it because of what you said of, you know, sort of like in the old Woody Woodpecker cartoons, remember? Where, you know, they're starving and they're looking at each other and each one sees the other one as some sort of like succulent dish Right. When we looked at that, it always bothered me to see that, you know, where people would stare at each other and, and see each other in those in those stark cannibalistic terms. But when we're looking at that animal, this living animal, we're looking at its end. And what is its end? Its end is a carbon that's meat parts are not only being eaten, but being eaten all over Yerushalayim. And that's a beautiful thing for this animal. What a great way for its life to have meaning and, and, and what it's going to be. 
you know. <laughs> so therefore, it made sense, Rabbi Yochanan said, hey, Sul Yotze, uh, again, I'm not going to, Rabbi Yochanan might admit that, you know what, why did you take that out? That was, leave it here, leave it here. But if it leaves, it cannot create a psul. It's wrong to put it, uh, to take that part and, and use it as a, uh, as a, uh, as a salve for a wound on your body, but there's no way me'ila, it can't be called me'ila. So it, it's sort of improper. You asked me this the other day. It's improper, but is it usur? Is it, you have to bring a carbon? Like, what is it? And I think the way I explained it is, it's, it's not following the direct mitzvah of how to do it, but it doesn't necessarily impact halachically the status of the thing. In other words, you're supposed to keep it here. You're supposed to not put it on your wound, but it doesn't generate the repercussions. It's like doing the right behavior. So I guess if you would say, what is your chart by God? You'd have to clap al-chet. You know, I didn't do the carbon correct. I didn't follow the, the, the instructions. But it did not undermine and create a, 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 a um, permanent damage, even though what you did was incorrect. And that's what Rabbi Yochanan is saying. It doesn't create permanent damage. Okay. What about the 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 Emurim part? The Emurim part. Now, everybody will say that if the Emurim of the Shlomim leave the Azara post Zerika, not only did you not follow proper procedure, you ruined those Emurim. There's concrete damage. So the Gemara thought that here there would be a, a, a reason to debate. I'm sorry. Here there would be a reason for agreement between Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Why? Because the Emurim are, because they are going to go on the Mizbeach. So even though Zrika has not occurred yet, they have been severed from the animal. And unlike when the animal was alive and you did the horsey ride, the Murim and the Basa were all together in, in unity. Now that the animal is dead and we are able to to sort of like pilfer and take out the Emurim, maybe now the Emurim could become puzzle, even if they occur before Zrika. Now, that's the theory. Now, what is that? Now, that theory is actually articulated by Ravina Barsheva, who says a Muri Kachim, earlier before we got the Yochanan and Lakish, a Muri Kachim Kalim, Shayotsu Lifne Zrikas Domim, Sulim. Which means even though it's before Zrika and it is Kachim Kalim, they are now ruined. Because, and this is the part I was trying to emphasize. The other day, hidden within this living animal is really Kotche Kotchim right now, even before Zrika. Before this Gemara, you assume that it's only with Zrika that Kotchim Kalim go into this world beyond. Now we're saying that, again, the future indicates the present that even when it was alive, there was this subtle 
undercurrent of kotshe kotshim within the animal. Now, obviously, when it was alive, and it was all one being that was running and prancing around, you wouldn't have sensed that. But now that the animal is dead, and the and, 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 and although you haven't done zrika, those parts that are going to go on the mizbeach are, in a sense, like kotshe kotshim, and therefore will become puzzle if they leave the Azara. Parenthetically, that would also explain our Mishnah. Because our Mishnah says that a, a Shlomim, a Meiser Behema, which is basically a type of Shlomim in a way, but not really, that a Meiser Behema is more Kodesh than an Of, a Chattasa Of, or an Olasa Of, which both are called kotche kotchem in terms of where they're processed. And yet we give adifus, in terms of which comes first, as being more holy to a uh, to the uh, to the meiser um, behema. What could be the reason? You could do a horsey ride on it, and it's not called meila, true, but it's carrying within it the essence of kotche kotchem in terms of those emurim. And that's a lot of meat that's going to go on the Mizbeach to God, whereas, for example, the Chattas Ha'of doesn't have any of it going on the Mizbeach. And therefore, that's the reason why. It's not because it's one is, uh, you know, one is an animal and one is a bird. That's the reason why behind the essence behind our Mishnah. And that's how this this discussion started. I know I, I'm sort of re- repeating something we did the other day, but that's the reason why this has relevance to this page. Okay? So, when we get to now, we know that's the stated opinion of Ravina Barshela, and we know that that could, be, that could give a strength to our Mishnah. But at this point, now that we have Rabbi Yochanan and Mishlakish, we want to say... A murin, there is no machlokas between them. They would both agree to Ravina Barshela. They would both agree that a murim are different. And a murim are holy, even when the animal is sort of alive, definitely when it's dead. And the fact that it's puzzle biotze shows how this kutche kutchum part is, is already here. Now, then the Gemara said, Lo, who I did, plige. Let's do the Rashi again from, uh, from two days ago. Who I did, Machshir. We're going to say, really, Yochanan would be Machshir Emurin. Why? Look at the Rashi. Shazrika Osa Oso Kotche Kotche. You need Zrika. And until you get to that, Point that in, that that line of demarcation of Zrika, there is no kache kachim here, which is against Ravina Barshela, because he told us there already was kache kachim here already. Just to emphasize that point, Rashi earlier, when he says, when he explains Ravina Barshela says, the Afogav Dilinyan Meila. With Nezrikas Domim, Lo Kache, 
even though there won't be a din meila on those parts, even the even the emurim won't have a din meila. Now Rashi here is asking a question because even Ravina Barshela, who said there's concrete, uh, there's a concrete effect for this thing leaving the Azara on this shlamim, these these emurim, still admits that Meila doesn't really kick in until Zrika. However, it still has enough of a shame kotche kotchem that it gets ruined if it leaves the Azara. And um, so, somehow, we have to understand that the shame uh, me'ila is not here, but it's still kotche kotchem. It's still, in a way, lahashem, but it's not totally lahashem yet until Zrika. The Din Me'ila doesn't apply. So this is already a level of gradation. But there's enough of the shame Kotche Kotchim to, um, to consider the Psul lasting. Okay? So, again, and this, we probably need to know more about the Din of Me'ila, but this was, Rashi is giving us this sort of subtlety to understand. Alright? So then the Gemara said, Huadin, two lines from the bottom, So really what we have is Rabbi Yochanan would say a murim as well are not kachim, 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 even though the animal was dead. And the Rabbi Yochanan would say that it happened before Zrika, all it is is like the rest of the animal. It's like the meat of the animal. That's what Rashi says. It's only the zrika that makes it kotche kotche. So why did Yochanan only mention the meat? Because we want to show you what sort of machmer Rishlokish is. That even the bossar, he would say, gets ruined. Mishum the sofa lotzeis. The fuel bus or the sofa lotzeis, you say, look, I know it's sofa lotzeis, but process is crucial according to Rishlokish. Adayin lohigiasmano lotzeis. Did Rishlokish think there was a din meila? Definitely not. It's definitely not kotche kotche, but, um, This i this idea shazrika um, So what's interesting is that that Rishlokish um, is is a big process man. <laughs> you know, I, I sort of get this idea about Rishlokish. You know, everyone says, "Oh, he was this wild fighter and and this." You know, he says, "Look, you know." Process is important. Um, if there's something called psuliotse, psuliotse is a psuliotse. You know, stuff gets ruined if they if it leaves the azara if it's not yet the right time. Whereas Rabbi Yochan is sort of taking a more big picture uh, approach. 
and saying, hey, you know, where where does that make sense for the for the psul to happen? Um, and now on that, at that point, we now want to say that this restructuring of the machlokas might actually be might actually uh, harken back to the earlier machlokas between Rebbe Liezer Ben Horkinus, one of the greatest, and his greatest student, Rabbi Akiva. So let's just read a little bit of that. Lemiketanoi, a muri kotchi kotchi, shiyotsu ufnei zrikas domin. Hmm. A muri kotchim kawin, shiyotsu ufnei zrikas domin. Rabbi Liezer Oimer, ain moilin behen. Okay. So, um, which means there's not going to be a din me'ila. Now, Rashi had told us before, Sheila, that me'ila, yeah, that, that that's off limits. Of course, there's no din me'ila, but it's still going to be puzzle. So, when we hear Rebel Yezer saying, ain't mo'un behen, well, of course, uh, Zerika didn't happen yet. So, Rashi tells us that once they leave, afivula achar Zerika, the Wilmahanibu Zrika. Even once Zrika occurs, since they left before, they never join. It never is like a normal uh Kachik Kachik It's not like normal Kachim Kalim anymore. Because you you what you do with this process? Why, why did you let it go? If you would have just let it stay in the Azar, of course you would have had a din me'ila after Zrika. Oh, but now it can't. And even if you bring it back or you do Zrika, me'ila won't make sense. So this is something we haven't talked about. How, but, but yeah, how crucial it is that something leaves the Azara. Okay, so this already is, is very much like Rishlokish, who says, you didn't follow the process, and therefore, um, this thing is puzzle. This thing being puzzle is similar to the fact that, and again, it's counterintuitive, but Me'ila doesn't even apply to it anymore. It didn't even connect anymore. It didn't work for it. It didn't really make it into the type of Kachim it should be, because you you fouled the process up. And, and because of what you did, even normal halachas don't apply to this, to this, to, to, to this part of this, this, this piece of the animal. This, this thing which should be normal kachim. Because what you did, boy, did you foul things up. Normally, this would be true kachim. And true kachim, as, as I said yesterday, is open to pigal. Pigal's terrible when it happens, but the point is, as I said yesterday, and Pigal is something which appears outwardly perfect, but inwardly had the wrong makshava of the person involved, uh, thinking in the wrong time, thinking he's going to eat in the wrong time, thinking he's going to do his rikas hadam in the wrong time, and therefore, the shame Pigal would have been chal on a, on a, a properly done korban. The impropriety of taking it out means it doesn't, it's not a normal carbon, and the, and the pigle doesn't apply to it. Normally, again, as weird as it is, the parts that are supposed to go on the Mizbeach, 
if there was a pigle involved, if the person was thinking the wrong thing, the Cohen was thinking the wrong thing, thinking he's going to be after this man, would create an isur, not only on the meat part that the Cohen would eat, on a chattis or on a shlomim for the, that the Baal would eat, but would create a din pigle of a chiv kares for eating the stuff that's supposed to go on the mizbeach. Now, you asked me yesterday, which we didn't record, what about... If uh, uh, let's say that a normal carbon was supposed to go on the mizbeach and you, you decided to eat it, well, that would have been a violation of process. But you wouldn't have gotten the death sentence for eating that piece. You would have been over an assay for not putting it on the mizbeach. But the din pigel would not have inserted itself. And similar, the din nosar and the din tome, which normally applies even to the parts that are supposed to go on the mizbeach. The same way there's nosar on the edible parts, and there's a chi of kares for eating things when you're tame, that applies to the parts that's supposed to go on the mizbeach as well. That doesn't apply here because you fiddled with the process. Rabbi Kiva says, molen behan, the mishum pigul no Rabbi Kiva says, look, I know what you did was wrong, but there's still a din me'ila on it, and all the other things, which means it's still basically part of the carbon, even though you skewed the process. Now, why is this? Doesn't this seem to be Yochanan and Lakish again? Doesn't it seem that basically Rish Lakish is Rebbe Liezer and Rabbi Yochanan is Rabbi Akiva? Which, as I said yesterday, that's good. I'm sure Rabbi Yochanan say, ah, I'm Rabbi Kiva. Well, you're okay too, Lakish, but I'm the one who's really the father of Teresh Peh, even though Rabbi Yochanan was his Rebbe. So, and in order to say that, you need to say, my love, b'dachadar ayinu plige, that even if you brought it back, skewing the process ruins it. Even if you ended up, it left before the Zrika. But then you bring it back, so when the Zrika occurs, it's in the Azara. Uva Hoplige, the Marsover Mitzlabiotse, which is Reb which is Rishlokish. Umar Savar Lo Mitzle Biotse, that it doesn't become um Pussel Biotse, which is what we said Rabbi Yochanan, and that would be a good place to stop. But Rav Papa says, you know what? I don't want these two to align. Rav Papa says, no. Akiva and Eliezer would agree that if it was, you took it out, oh, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. And now when the Zrika happened, it's in the right place. But They would agree, whereas what I, Pup is saying, what you were saying, according to Rish Lakish, was that the Psul Yotze ruins everything. It ruins the meat that's supposed to be eaten by the Baal. And that indicates a, 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 a total Psul, even if you bring it back. There, even Eliezer was not as Machmir as, <laughs> as Rish Lakish. Their machlokas was Eliezer and Akiva, but isnu avroi plige, where it was actually still outside. And there the question is, can Zrika work if the, the you've you did a boo boo and you put the uh, you put the meat 
in the wrong place? Can the Zerika attach itself if the thing is not in the right area? Mar Savar, ain't Zerika That once it's it's out of bounds now, the Zerika doesn't relate to it. That's Rebel Yeser. And Rebbe Kiva says, look, I know you did the wrong thing, but the point is, Zrika can still affect it. Omar Savar, Zrika Mayelis Liotze. Why? Because, look, you, you did the wrong thing. But the animal definitely still had Zrika Saddam, and the Zrika Saddam can create a din onto something even though it's outside of the Azara, uh, outside of where it should be. And as I said yesterday, which we didn't record, as I said yesterday, it turns out that based on Rav Papa, Rish Lakish is the odd, is, 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 is very much the odd man out here. <laughs> because, you know, he, he talked about even the Basar being puzzle. For sure, the Amurim would be puzzle. So, um, again. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.